We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You know what? I'm going to demand a trade too, damn it. <laughs> Haven't you already? <laughs> O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> better parts, better prices every day. I'll make the call. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Man! See, he that's that? the guy you got to get mad at, not Did me. He said that. He said I am it. so over getting upset with him. <laughs> oh, really? You're calloused to yes. that stuff? Yes. I, I mean, it, it just serves no purpose at this point. Okay. Just, I'll make the call. Who would take your call? Mike Bseglia and Joan. Click. Pretty much how it would go, right? I'm j- I thought he was going to respond since he was the one getting. Well, he can't because it's the truth. Steamrolled. That's right, Brian. When Paul, all, all, all Green came on, I stuttered. I'm sure you did when you called him. I said, Paul, <laughs> get high. <laughs> Sometimes he didn't stutter. <laughs> Let's talk about Lucky Whitehead. Wow. I know you have a lot to say about this. You just well, want to just want to take the torch here, Brian, <laughs> well, before we trade you. This is <laughs> <laughs> your Cowboys are probably going to trade me to another team after this because I I think this is just wrong on so many fronts. It's as if they're trying to find uh, dig up a reason to, to release this guy, and they point to the fact that he's had other missteps. Like uh, he was late to a, a, a walkthrough, so Jason Garrett told him a season ago, "Don't even take the team flight." Okay, fine. That's one misstep. He was involved in a car accident, and Jason Garrett didn't find out about the car accident uh, until it was told through the media. So what? He wasn't hurt in the car accident. He didn't injure anyone else in the car accident. I don't believe. So why does he have to come? Hey, coach. Uh, I was in a fender bender. You have to tell your coach every little thing. And now you have this incident in Virginia where he was accused of shoplifting and he wasn't anywhere near Virginia. He was in Dallas. He takes a flight later to D.C., directly to D.C. And this was 10 hours after the alleged incident. So he gets a summons, which he never receives, and he, he now there's a warrant for his arrest because he didn't show up for this court hearing in which he never received the, 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 the summons and or anything else. He was never even involved with this, this crime that took place. And so the Cowboys, they said we were digging into this. We got word of the warrant. We were digging into it. As more information became available, like what? Like I wasn't in D.C. during the alleged crime? That information? They decide to cut him. This has more to do with a stacked wide receiver room right now. And everyone's high on Ryan Switzer. I am as well. Draft pick out of North Carolina. A guy can do everything Switzer. Little white the, dude. The, yeah, little white dude, but he ain't your daddy's possession receiver. Mm. Uh, he, he can do everything that Whitehead could do. We'll, we think he can. There's potential there. And so why don't you just say, hey, we like this guy better than you instead of trying to drum up reasons for, for cutting a cat. 
I guess my question would be, because all these things that you mentioned, especially the car accident, and I don't even know if you brought up the stolen dog thing that I guess you can't really blame on him. Yeah, how are you going to blame it on him? But how does someone get that confused about an arrest in a court appearance? I mean, did someone just fill out the paperwork wrong and just come up with his name instead? Or how does that happen? This so agent I, is saying it's it's a sta- uh, case of mistaken identity. I, I know, but, I mean, are we to buy that, though? I mean, it's my question. Do we know that to be a fact, or is that just their response now to him getting cut? We it, know that they have the flight records to prove that he wasn't in the state. He wasn't in the vicinity when this alleged crime so happened. I, but I... That's a massive screw-up, then, by somebody. And and Lucky Whitehead said, I don't know who got arrested in Virginia, but it wasn't me. I never once had an altercation with the cops. And come to find out this happened, they say, at 1.34 a.m. at a Wawa in <laughs> Woodbridge, Virginia, on a day I was in Dallas until 11.20 a.m. So, but, I mean... Mistaken identity. How does that happen if you get arrested? Uh, and there's and another booked. dude named Lucky Whitehead in I, Virginia? Well, that's what I'm saying. Or did he steal his identity? Does he have a, a driver's license or other that's personal identification that says, my name is Lucky Whitehead? Yeah. Could there be two Lucky Whiteheads? Probably not. But as you said in the break, he's got to change his name, right? <laughs> and, and maybe Lucky is not his true First name. Maybe he just goes by Lucky. That was a nickname given to him as a baby or something. And, and Taco Charlton. Taco is not his real name. So uh, th- if they have the flight manifest to prove that he was not in D.C. And, and they also are, are saying that he never received a summons, uh, you know, Cowboys should have done their due diligence to see, that, okay, they're telling the truth or they're not telling the truth. And if they're not telling the truth, that's what Jason Garrett and Stephen Jones should have said yesterday. Hey, they have asserted their uh, their innocence here, but we have information to the contrary. That's not what the Cowboys said. It's, it seems as though they're looking for a reason, or they were looking for a reason, to release the young man. It's Rodney Darnell Whitehead Jr. Rodney Darnell Whitehead Jr. Yeah, I, I would go with Lucky. Yeah. Yeah, Rodney Darnell. Now, here's mm. another part of this. He's from Virginia. Yeah. He went to high school in Virginia. Right. Now, is that just a coincidence? Well, maybe someone in Virginia knew him. That's why they gave the authorities that name. But you would have to show but somebody. But don't you have to write some identity? Or, you know, <laughs> Where's Bugatti Casino when you need it? <laughs> Did you steal Lucky Whitehead's identity? At any time, Mistaken were you identity. in Virginia? Mistaken identity in an arrest? Oh, no doubt. <laughs> At the Wawa. I wasn't familiar with these Wawas till I went to the national title game there in Tampa this past uh, January. Big in Pennsylvania. Around the Philadelphia really? area. Really? Huge over there. We're big in Florida, too. Yeah. Wawa. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I said, Bugatti, because the Uber driver was just going on and on about Wawa and their coffee and their breakfast sandwiches. Well, this is the age-old... They didn't care uh, to hear something else about Lucky Whitehead because he wasn't good enough to deal with the nonsense. I mean, and if I'm someone who's in charge of the Cowboys and I I got this Lucky Whitehead stolen dog thing, I've got all this Ezekiel Elliott stuff. We know we're not cutting him. I get something on my desk that says he skipped a court appearance after this nonsense at a Wawa. Then I'm probably thinking about cutting him too. You thinking about it, but do you do it? You you wait till you have all the information, right? You can think about it. That's fine. 
but it seemed as though they were they were just sitting there waiting for anything to happen. He stubbed his toe, cut. What he he, he broke a fingernail, cut. I mean, they were just searching for some reason. Well, maybe there was a chance we were going to get cut after camp anyway. Well, wait till after camp. Yeah, but what if it turns out that he's full of it? (laughs) What if he turns out he's making all this up? Well, I'll apologize. Okay. Rodney Darnell. There's so much nonsense going on. I can't. Why is the truth so elusive? (laughs) Whether it's Tiffany, Bugatti Casino, Lucky Whitehead. No, Bugatti gave us the truth. Yeah, but it took us a while. We had to track well, him we had down. To find him first. Yeah, oh no doubt. It's elusive. The truth. <laughs> well, he was telling the truth actually before we tracked him. He said he ain't stole no dog. <laughs> I ain't stole. I ain't stole no dog. No <laughs> doubt. His dog had been stolen twice. Does, doubt. Does Lucky talk like Bugatti Casino? Uh, let's hope not. <laughs> I don't think that. Let's hope. I, I, so. I'll take Richard Jefferson over Bugatti. <laughs> yeah. Mistaken identity. This yeah. doesn't happen. I mean, have, have you ever, like, heard of a guy got arrested and got a court appearance and it was a totally different person? I mean, I've never heard of that. Like, it's, okay, um, you know, like I get a summons in the mail or something. It says you got to appear. People go to this, prison because they are. Of mistaken identity, not, I mean, that's a different situation. Mistaken identity, though, with your name on it? I mean, I understand people get accused of things that they don't do and then get railroaded into prison. That's a different conversation. I'm saying total mistaken identity where a guy gets arrested and gets a court appearance with his name on it, and then he doesn't show up and he gets penalized. We can get to the bottom of it. Where did you send the summons? Where did you send that? What's the address you had for that? And we already have the the, the flight information, of course, and and I was about to say Bugatti was not in the vicinity. Rodney Darnell... Lucky Whitehead Jr. was not in Virginia at that time. And when he did fly to that area, he flew directly from Dallas to Washington, D.C., if we are to believe the the flight manifest that his agent shared. He took $200 worth of stuff from a Wawa? Yeah. How do you... Who... What are you buying at a Wawa? How can you even come close? Are you getting... going on You're going on a road trip. That's the only way, right? 200 bucks? Or you're starving. You're a homeless person. How do you starving. get outside of a Wawa with $200 <laughs> worth of stuff from there? What did you get? How many Jimmy Dean sausages did you buy? <laughs> did you buy an employee? Because I don't know how you could possibly... <laughs> They yeah. left without what pay without paying for it, right? Yeah. And then when was the person apprehended? Was it later? Was it immediately? And when yeah. you when you leave with that much stuff without paying, you don't have a bag either. Right. So you've got to be carrying multiple. There's nothing in. You can't hide that under your shirt. There's nothing in a Wawa that's worth anywhere more than Wait. seven bucks, probably. I see those powdered donuts. You did not pay for those, sir. I don't know. This is the hot dog. <laughs> this is bizarre. That is very bizarre. Cold but the Bugatti Cowboys up. is bizarre too, as as the, 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 they were waiting to just pounce and, and cut this guy. Yeah, I wonder if Bugatti has responded at all in this, or he's done with his Lucky Whitehead days. If I were him, I'd ride the Lucky Whitehead story as long as you can. If you're Bugatti Casino, that, that's had its moments. He's moved on. Really? What, what else can you? The dog is returned. What else can you? How can you milk this anymore? Well, he's back in the news, Lucky Whitehead. So Bugatti mm-hmm. should pop up on shows again. He should be there. He's got his mixtape coming out. Okay, and, and say what? I wasn't in Virginia. I believe Lucky Whitehead was anything. In Virginia. Anything <laughs> does it matter? 
You go, you get exposure, man. I ain't shoplifting no Wawa. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know, know what a, a Wawa is. I believe, look at what it is. <laughs> it's good. a man of character. That's I ain't good. stole no doubt. You should change the name of his mixtape to Wawa. <laughs> do, do the Wawa. Doubt. <laughs> That's the next dance craze. What you doing, dog? The Wawa? All right. Well, I'm, I know this is shocking to you. What? But I'm going to take the cynical side of this and say that this mistaken identity thing is just a a way to make him look better than than what happened. I think that he might he be He was involved. not in Virginia at I the don't time be- of the crime. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Do you believe, believe United it. Airlines? No. <laughs> I don't believe it. Well, I hope they drag you off a flight. <laughs> no, don't say that. I don't know why he got lucky Whitehead's Rodney, back so much. I believe Rodney Darnell. Oh, do you? Yes. Too much going on with the Cowboys on this. Oh, whatever. Who is this? I don't need this lucky whitehead, Ajita. Lucky whitehead. <laughs> Who needs this? Get him out. I don't care if he's at Wawa or not oh, at Wawa. This is bad for my Cowboys. Bad karma. He's going to go to watch. He'll go to Washington. He's he'll lucky go to whitehead. He'll go, hey, he'll go to Philly. So? And then and what? Then he'll run a touchdown back and kick return. No, he won't. Yes, he will. I remember d- it. Write it down. All right. No, I, will, I will remember it. I, this is I wrong. Remember. Cowboys are wrong on this one. <laughs> they were looking for a way out. <laughs> the, they should have been looking for a way for Lucky to be in. <laughs> you are nuts, man, I <laughs> tell you. Tell you gonna have watch. Go Giants. <laughs> San Francisco Giants. No, no, that was the New York no, Giants, No, it was man. not. Yeah, it was. Go Giants. We've San got... Francisco. Uh, the <laughs> Le'Veon Bell. He was at Wawa, too? No, 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 oh. no, no, no. Uh, Le'Veon Bell Steelers contract saga is continuing with a teammate, <laughs> very high profile yeah. teammate. Teammate that got his loot. Right, exactly. <laughs> Antonio Brown uh, tweeting at Le'Veon Bell saying, It's Super Bowl season. Let's go, bro, at Le'Veon Bell. <clears throat> okay. And then some emojis where it was four pencil and papers. Look like the pencil is signing something, writing on the paper, like a signed contract. And then a couple of hands, like pray hands. Yes. And then some, like, hang 10, sort of like hook'em signs. Was there a dollar symbol? There was none of that in none this that. one. Uh, no. Uh, like, I'm going to give you some of the millions I just signed for? <laughs> he, um, yeah, he didn't do that. Well, Le'Veon Bell could have gotten a decent amount of money. It's not well, like he... 12 million is on the table. Yeah. 12 million for one year. You're right. Yeah. So and I, I, I'm going to go out on him and say he will sign that tender. Really? Yeah, he'll sign it. He's going to sign out, sign the contract. You're yeah, talking he's going to sign the, the tender for twelve million. For well, he's going to do that. He's, that's already happened. He's, he was franchised. So right, that's, that's but he's already still, he still has he signed it though. Just because he's franchised doesn't mean he signed it yet. Oh. They said he has till I think up to first week of the season. Right, or they, if he ends up holding out, then he's just an idiot at that point. That's just he's he going to sign the one year deal. Well, he has to. Yeah. He's not going to sit out the season, and they're not going to relent. There's no way no. they're going to budge. No. So he'll have to sign the $12 million. I don't mm-hmm. think he's going to sign the long – I mean, that, and, and the thing about running backs, too, especially a guy like him who's another suspension away from missing a whole lot of games, mm-hmm. and he's another injury away from not being the same because he does have an injury history, the, the window for getting paid and making sure you get paid in the NFL for that position is, is small. So – you do have to be careful with that, but he is. If there's anybody that's worth it, it's him. That's for sure. Him and David Johnson, Ezekiel Elliott, those top three young, dynamic running backs, yeah. all, all of them, I would not be afraid to pay. 
Le'Veon is the man. Sweet feet. Yep. Like Anthony Marshall. <laughs> Marshall. Marshall. From Man U. Yeah. Your <laughs> That's my guy. Brian has seen a lot of things in an Uber. Has he seen something like one guy did that's gone viral? We'll find out next. This is L.A. Chargers head coach Anthony Land, and you're listening to G.O. and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. What is your take on Lucky Whitehead's mistaken identity claim? Um, paperwork don't lie, Greg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well. So you believe the flight manifest? Yeah. The fact that he, but he, he paperwork was not- doesn't. I thought you were going the other way. The fact that they had the guy's name and his ID and they arrested him and booked him and processed him and a court date. How pay- is that paperwork? How was he on the plane? I don't. I mean, is he some kind of what, what teleportation the expert? Which paperwork doesn't lie? Uh, Which one? It's well because somebody could certainly have his ID and get arrested, and you think it's this you know real lucky, but it's fake lucky. Well, you couldn't have somebody's ID and get on a plane. Either. No, that's fail proof. You sure about that? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I got you, Brian. Yeah, you've come over to the good side, yeah. finally. Hook him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. straight from the TLA. Mm-hmm. It's the truth. Thanks, baby. If you learn one thing in the streets, Greg, is that <laughs> just <laughs> shut up. The airlines don't lie. <laughs> Not in Queens, yo. <laughs> Your backwards hat just slap you in the face. He's so cool today, isn't he? <laughs> yes. Cool. What spawned this? <laughs> <laughs> Laziness. <laughs> you won't comb the hair today? No, nah, I couldn't get out of bed. If you want to see Bogus with his backwards hat, you can check it out on Twitter, Gio and Jones. G-I-O and Jones. First time ever. Somebody called me a really bad name on there. Or suggested I'd be called a really bad name on Because of the hat to yeah, the bat? I guess, yeah. What was a bad name? Uh, it said, I don't know if I can pee, put your finger on the button. Uh, it Hold said, on, let me see. Fill in the blanks, and it had a D, and then spaces, and then C-H-E. Oh, douche. Yeah. Why? Because of your, why is wrong with having your hat to the bat? I mean, I just didn't know it was that obvious. What is wrong with that? Why does that bother people? I don't know. Hmm. Why does it bother people? Yes, why does that bother people? I don't know. I got a lot of Tony Romos, which I take as a compliment. Tony's a handsome guy. Huh. Mm-hmm. A lot yeah, of Tony Romos? More, well, one? more than one. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eh. Eh. Well, just been two, but I'll take it. I guess mm-hmm. I can kind of see it. Loser. Me or the NFL quarterback? Goofy. Both. Thanks. Goofy white guy look. I can kind of see that. That's what they said about it? No, no, it's, it's Tony Roma. They, they both have that sort of like, hey, you know, goofy type of, life's good, man. <laughs> you know, that type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know that look, right? <laughs> yeah. they're, they're the ones that go around and say, what's up, bro? Yeah, man. What's up, bro? Hey. What's up, bro? Hey, bro. What do you do for lunch, Mondays. Man. New You want to go to La Pan Quatadine? <laughs> <laughs> you got to work on your French. <laughs> How, would he, how do you say that? I'm not going to tell you. you got to learn it. <laughs> you don't know either. It's I your absolutely combat. know. Then say it. No. And how will you learn your lesson? <laughs> What's well, the one on the Because I'll learn it now. I'll learn or how to say Le pan quotidien. The who? What? He called you Le a pan punk? quotidien. Le pan quotidien. quotidien. Not What's quotidien. The on, What's the one on the corner? Petter manager here. <laughs> yes, that's it. <laughs> Petter manager. <laughs> you can pet Dale, the manager, while you buy your sandwich. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> got a feeling Dale's going to like that. <laughs> All right, do the update. You will, will get you? that summons. Yeah. <laughs> so if LeBron is eager for Kyrie Irving to be traded, it's now officially on Kobe Altman to get that done. The Cavaliers promoted David Griffin's interim replacement to the full-time job yesterday. 
The 34-year-old is Dan Gilbert's fifth GM since 2005. Altman's first move is reportedly signing Derrick Rose one year at the veterans' minimum of $2.1 million. Broncos GM John Elway signing an extension through the 2021 season. It's expected to make him the highest-paid general manager in the NFL. Free agent QB Robert Griffin III expected to work out for the Chargers today. Colts QB Andrew Luck, Patriots defenders Dante Hightower and Allen Branch, and Saints center Max Unger beginning their training camps on the PUP last day. Happy ending to a scary day for the Dodgers. And here's the pitch. A fly ball to center field. Granite going back at the wall. It's gone. A three-run home run for Cody Bellinger. For a 6-4 win over the Twins, Charlie Steiner had the call on Dodgers radio. Ace Clayton Kershaw is on the DL with a lower back strain. Manager Dave Roberts aware that Fox Sports reported Kershaw will miss four to six weeks. A timetable that, you know, has kind of been put out there, but we don't know. I mean, with Clayton... Um, medicine and you know his desire, anything can happen. All Roberts would say yesterday is that Kershaw will pitch again this season. The Pirates smacked the Giants 10-3. The Mets a 5-3 win in San Diego. The Diamondbacks hammered the Braves 10-2. And the Astros stormed through Philly 13-4. Seattle shut out Boston 4-0. Red Sox hitters have more strikeouts than hits since July 4th. The Indians beat the Reds 6-2, while the Royals got a 5-3 win in 12 in Detroit. So Cleveland stays a game and a half ahead of KC atop the AL Central. And the O's blanked the Rays 5-zip. Baltimore has won 6-8, of eight, while Tampa Bay has lost 5 in a row. Boys? All right, Bogus, thank you very much. We appreciate you and your doucheness. <laughs> Aaron in Pennsylvania joins us on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Aaron? Hey, guys, I just want to comment on this Lucky Whitehead situation. Mm. I think you guys know as well as I do, it's, you know, the Cowboys are just, they're sick of having all these players that are breaking the law. I think they've got, I'm a lifelong Cowboys fan, but I think they've just looked at this and said, this is the cherry on top. They've got the stuff with Ezekiel Elliott, Damian Wilson, Nolan Carroll, and now Lucky Whitehead. And I think they just went down the roster and said, all right, well, who's, who's the guy at the bottom we're going to cut anyway? And they said, let's just get rid of Lucky Whitehead. Aaron, if he didn't do the crime, he should not be cut. And he can prove that he was not there in Virginia during the time of the crime. I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm not even – I'm saying the Cowboys aren't even making a judgment on that. It's like you said. They're looking for a reason to get rid of the guy. Because here's the thing. If, Brian, you're a Cowboys fan. You watch him. I, I like Lucky. I've seen him as one of those kind of gadget guys. Mm-hmm. And he can do good things with the ball. But – the other thing, I, I was just listening to Cowboys Radio the other day, and Brian Broaddus is on there, and apparently he, he compiled all the touches that Lucky Whitehead's had, and he said it's something like 20 or 30% of the time the guy touches the ball, he fumbles it. So I agree with you, they shouldn't get rid of the guy, they shouldn't use crime as a premise to get rid of him, but I think for them they just said he, he's, he's the 7th or 8th receiver on the roster. Right, well they should just say that, they should they, they, Justify the move by saying we have a crowded wide receiver room. We like the the young guys we just drafted, in particular Ryan Switzer, and so there's no room for Lucky Whitehead. Instead of pinning all this on a a, a, a stealing of identity and and saying that he was part of a crime that he didn't commit and, and, and he failed to appear and, and, and adhere to a summons. Instead of using that as the criteria for cutting him, say we don't think – uh, he brings value to this room. We like the other pieces that are in here, and we're going to move forward with them. Just say yeah, that. I'm, I'm with you. I think maybe. I mean, not not to say that this is right, but is it is it maybe something with the Cowboys where they say, you know what, we've got all these guys who 
are on that, you know, month-long period. They're all breaking the law. And maybe we need to send a message to the team. And they used him as a scapegoat to send the message to the team. Yeah, well, Jason Garrett said that wasn't the case. He said we weren't using him as a scapegoat to, to send the message to the team. We have guys on this, who remaining on this squad who have some issues. And we have, in the past, jettisoned others who have had issues. So they, they can't have it both ways. It, it seems as though they were searching for a reason to get rid of Lucky Whitehead, and, and they think this is the, the proper reason. And I don't, I, I'm wondering if, if Lucky Whitehead has any recourse considering he wasn't involved uh, in, in this crime. Allegedly. Allegedly. Not involved yes. in the crime. Yeah. Uh, but it's an age-old story in sports. I mean, it's just it's, how important is this guy to the team? Is he that important to be dealing with stuff, whether it's half true, somewhat mm-hmm. true? I mean, is he good enough to be around? And, well, and they if, get, okay, well, don't base – you're right. I mean, you, you have guys that during the Jimmy Johnson era, there were certain guys that knew they could do anything they wanted and nothing was going to happen to them. Other guys, you fall asleep in, in a meeting, uh, John Roper, and, and you're out of here. Uh, and, and so, yes, there's always been a, a, that type of dynamic in, 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 in football, in locker rooms, where certain people get away with certain things, other people cannot. Uh, you, you're correct. That's never going to change. To, different rules for d- different folks. But it, this one, it just smells as if it, they're searching for a reason. Because if the guy is out there adamantly defending himself and he has records to prove that he wasn't even in that particular state when this occurred... How do you use that as the basis for cutting someone? Well, I think they said it was an accumulation of events. So it wasn't just that being the Late thing. for a meeting or late for a walkthrough. Yeah, shouldn't be late. Gotta True, be you, you shouldn't be late. <laughs> okay, he was penalized for that. He didn't mm-hmm. play in the game. Right. And he was in a fender bender. Right. I mean, come on, these days. Pay attention. He's probably texting. <laughs> probably texting and driving. <laughs> You can't have it. And now he's accused of not appearing at a hearing in which he didn't receive the summons, and he wasn't in the state when the crime associated with the summons actually occurred. And he had the dog saga. I mean, how you let that? I don't know how you let your dog get stolen. And think about this. Honestly, anybody out there ever have their dog stolen? I hope the Cowboys are listening. They should hire you. I mean, it's really, if you're a response... No, I don't have a dog stole. I just have a dog shot. Well, that's a little bit different. I mean, in, in, in that situation, I can understand a little bit more than having a dog stolen. Damn. If you are a responsible dog owner, if you are a responsible human being, someone to be respected, you are on top of that dog all the time. Don't let that thing you know, put in the hands of a criminal. And if you are as full of you know what as Geo, had you to need go. help. Listen, the guy had to go. <laughs> that's that's just the bottom line. And if I'm a Cowboys, I keep getting paper after. Hey, excuse me, knock on the door. We got another Lucky Whitehead incident. Enough with Lucky Whitehead. Get him out of here. I've had we've talked more about Lucky Blank and Whitehead All right. than anybody else Aaron, in this building. You're a Cowboys fan. I'm a Cowboys fan. You watch. Lucky Whitehead is going to get his revenge. You really believe that? Because, because they were searching for a reason. They weren't searching. They he were was, searching. He was giving them plenty of reasons. He gave them no reason. It had nothing to do with this crime. Allegedly. Well, allegedly is right. We'll see. Someone stole his identity. <laughs> and his dog and everything else, and right? Dog. I mean, it's just all. out there. And it's never lucky, is it? It's no, never Lucky's fault. It's not his fault his dog was stolen. He's on vacation. He man deserves a vacation prior to training camp. Couldn't take the dog with him. There are some people out there that just 
don't care about anything. They do whatever they want at any point in their lives. And this Uber driver we're about to talk about is one of those people. So a guy just climbs into an Uber. And you're someone who uses Uber all the time. Yes. And yeah. you always talk about Uber drivers you talk to. You get an interesting person from yeah. time to time. I got a uh, person was interesting the other day. The car was filthy. How are you going to be Uber VIP? The car was just gross. <laughs> but I had to get home, so I stayed in the car. So back on July 17th in Chicago, 3 a.m., a guy gets. Yeah. <laughs> was lucky there. Uh, allegedly, yes, actually. Uh, so the the guy gets an Uber, and mm-hmm. he climbs into the car, and he sees someone in the front seat. So he's thinking, what did I do? Did I do an Uber share? Did I do an Uber yeah, pool? Uber whatever, pool, yeah. Whatever they're called. Pool. Did, I, did I do that? Done that once. And uh, so did I. Terrible. Really? Oh, bad, bad decision. Why? Well, it was the closest thing. But then yeah. I didn't think about having to drop somebody off right, somewhere right. else, and he picked somebody else on the way. I was oh. like, why don't I just take the bus next time? I was the first drop-off, so it was great. Uh, so they, he gets in here, and he looks, I hit Uber pool. And he goes, no, I didn't hit Uber pool. Mm-hmm. Like, well, mm-hmm. A friend of somebody in the you know, in the car? Okay, fine. But then this friend, woman, starts kissing the Uber driver. Oh. A little kissy kiss. Mm. And then next thing you know, she starts to work her way, and the belt comes off. Work her way. What do you mean, work her way? Work her way south. Oh. Hi. You <laughs> trying to help him pedal? Couldn't no. Couldn't reach the gas pedal or something? Nah. Couldn't reach the brake? No. And then passenger mm. Anna Manuel sees this woman start to perform. Mm. On, She's working the clutch. On the, no? in so many words, on the Uber driver. Mm. And he said, no, let me out. This is it. I don't need to see Whoa. what's going on here. Did the Uber driver forget that Manuel was in the backseat? I don't know how he could have. He just said, listen, it's been a long time probably. I might as well take advantage of this situation while I can. Maybe that's what he was thinking. I don't know. Jim Grand Garden. But, Maybe this is new entertainment with Uber. And he, he filmed it. He put it up on Snapchat. <laughs> and, I mean, it is... This is this is what happened. I mean, this is not like a joke or this is a she ended up doing all this. So he contacted Uber. Right. After he said the, this uh, is a joke here. Right. This is a joke. And said this is what happened in my Uber <laughs> and they said you can have a $10 credit. <laughs> $10 credit. <laughs> I love this. Anna Manuel claims he was stuck in an Uber for 2 miles while an intoxicated intoxicated prostitute groped and performed on the driver. Hi. <laughs> oh, the old intoxicated prostitute gets me again. We'll give you $10 back. Oh, why is it always I getting it over and there's an intoxicated prostitute in there? <laughs> why? Every damn time. Morning. <laughs> $10 credit. That's it. Yeah, that's what you get. Wow. They don't have great... Customer service over there too. <laughs> no, they're hard to contact too. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. I mean, the drivers aren't hard to contact. That's obvious. Yeah, but <laughs> you can get one pretty easily. <laughs> yeah, in Chicago. <laughs> All right. Coming up next. Wow. Uber, come on. Sensitive athletes strike again. We're coming right back. It's Geo and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. 
Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Sensitive athlete strikes again mm-hmm. in Boston. <laughs> so a little backstory on this. Dennis Eckersley, the great relief pitcher, Hall of Famer. Yeah. He is now working for Boston TV. Nessie, Nessie. Does, does a post-game show yeah. occasionally for them. He's very outspoken. He's a guy who's honest about the ball club, and he doesn't hold back. Now, he doesn't usually travel on the road, but for whatever reason, he ended up going on a road trip. Now, recently, there was an issue with him and Jackie Bradley Jr., where... Jackie Bradley Jr. asked the head of PR to <coughs> excuse me to go get Eckersley because he wanted to get a photo with him. So on the tarmac of the plane, you know, when they're about to take off the the charter, there's a they take a picture. Eckersley has no idea, and then Bradley Jr. tweets it out saying thanks to and he tags Eckersley in the tweet for telling me all the things I can't do, blah blah blah, and puts him on blast on Twitter. Mm. So at that point, Eckersley was like, "Oh, these guys, man, I don't know if I want to go on these road trips." So he recently goes on another road trip, <laughs> and what did he do that for? <laughs> yeah, well, he was he was told and doesn't do a lot Part of, of the job description, right? Yep. So he gets on the plane, and David Price, multi-million dollar star pitcher David Price, just lays into Eckersley, starts yelling at him, "Get the blank out of here!" Eckersley walked up to the front of the plane after this, and get the blank out of here mm-hmm. again. The other players are clapping while this is going on. And all of this gets relayed to Dan Shaughnessy, sports writer in Boston. He details the whole thing. And these guys come off looking terrible. Because Eckersley has been honest about Price. Someone probably told Price after watching the postgame show, whatever that's it what, was. That's what bothers me. Like, Who's telling you guys? Uh, about these broadcasts. You're supposed to be focused on the game. And I understand a pitcher, you have more downtime than the position players, but still, you're in a dugout. We have a radio on or a television no. monitor. How do you know what's being said? And who's coming back and saying, uh, you, oh, Dennis Eckers, you said this about you. You said that about you. And, and you get your panties all up in a bunch because of it's that. Amazing. And I've had that done to me. You know, at the sessions as a, as a sideline reporter and a host of a football coach's show. And people come back and, while I'm simultaneously co-hosting a radio show. And then people come back and say, well, you said this and that. Well, damn, it's my job to say that. And did I do, did I do it in a malicious way? No, I didn't. And accuracy hasn't been malicious. Is he colorful in his commentary? Yes. I believe they were showing the stats of some pitcher there for the Red Sox, and, he, and his comments was, yuck. Yeah. What the hell's wrong with that? Nothing. The numbers don't add up, and and, and, and you're not p- performing at a high level. What's wrong with that? Yuck. And I'm sure he had more to say after that, but why would that rile the players in that dugout? It's Get amazing. over it. It's amazing to me how many players these days still believe that the hometown media is supposed to support you more than anything. I'll never forget in that Steelers locker room, Heinz Ward, who had been doing it forever, had said, you're the hometown media, the hometown newspaper. And I was thinking, what? You really expect everybody to just kiss your ass? Because they, they have Pittsburgh Post-Gazette no. on there? Because it says Pittsburgh, everybody's just supposed to kiss your ass? And a lot of people did. Trust me. Right. There was a lot of people in the media who did because they wanted access. They wanted good relationships. They wanted to go up to 
them anytime they wanted to and and, and get a sound bite, even though it, it really meant nothing after all. There's so much kiss-ass going on, but it's just amazing to me that this still goes on. I mean, don't you understand that if you, if you play poorly, people are going to say bad things about you. If you play well, people are going to say good things about you. It's not that hard. And if you're David Price, who's getting paid a gazillion dollars, and there's probably somebody at home living off of David Price's gazillion dollars, watching a post-game show, and running to him going, this guy said something bad about you. Why don't you get a life? How about that? Huh? Yeah, don't make your gazillion. Gazillion dollars. Yeah, scuzz. Zillion. You're going to make your own that, that is true. And, and, and sometimes I'm on the side of the athlete. Yes, you should push back on certain comments. But this here, this is petty. This is so petty. You're talking about a guy who knows the game. And even when he went after David Price a few months ago, he didn't really go after him. He, he talked about his lack of running the first base uh, to cover the back. And he said, well, I've been guilty of that. He even threw it. He said, I've done that. So why would that ruffle your Feathers, well, it's a game if, of telephone, if the right? the guy has said, I've been in that position. Well, I'm sure that Bryce didn't watch the thing from start to finish, and he got it secondhand, and Eckersley's probably been critical on more than one occasion. And apparently, Price also said on the, the charter plane, here comes Dennis Eckersley, the greatest pitcher to ever live. That's never, so weak. Never did anything bad in his career, blah, that's blah, blah. So, oh, that's so, so <laughs> petty. Come on, Mariners, beat him again. Yeah, that would make me feel good as as a team chasing the Red Sox. If I were a Yankees fan, I'd, I'd look at that mess and these people be that, that sensitive about. But then again, there are teams out there that do feed off of that stuff, but I think it's more of a negative than a positive. Well, who was the pitcher last year for Cleveland? Uh, and he was upset with the uh, the one writer. Was it, it wasn't Kluber, was it? No. Uh, but anyway, Bauer. I, I think it was Bauer. And, and I was with him. I, I, I have no problem with you being upset with the columnist who, the beat writer there who says that this team was no hope for them getting the playoffs, yada, yada, yada. And, and of course, he pushed back. You know, well, we'll show you, and won't you just stay the hell out of here and let us do our job, and Cleveland goes to the World Series. So that in that situation, I was on the side of the play here. No, these cats are wrong. You're talking about a guy who's done it. You're talking about a guy – I think Eckersley is in the, a Hall of Fame. Yeah, he uh, is, I right? I mean, yeah. it's a guy who's not being malicious in his commentary. He's just doing his damn job. And if you're so sensitive to where you can't stand it, tell – Either you or your sycophants turn off the damn TV and the radio and allow him to do his job, and you won't have to worry about what he's saying. It was Trevor Bauer and Paul Hoynes was the columnist. Yes. Remember Hoynesy? Hoynesy. Yeah, the yes. great Hoynesy. Add Hoynesy on, on Twitter. Mm-hmm. It is funny, though, how in in all sorts of professions, it has to just be human nature, the way that our brains are wired, that – Someone telling us something that, that we can't do something. Someone directly saying you're not good enough to yeah. do this or you can't do that turns out to be the ultimate motivator for us. There is there right. is something in, in all sorts of – I mean, sports, yeah. it comes up a lot. Right. It really does. I had a one of my favorite teachers in high school was Mr. Haydock. And, and Mr. Haydock was a Vietnam vet, and he's the reason why I, I, I've had this uh, affinity with the, with the war, if that makes any sense, because he would show us slides and pictures from his, his tours of duty in, in, in Vietnam. But he lost – he told me, well, I'm being recruited. Well, you can't play at the University of Texas. They get all the great players. Damn. 
Like, dude, I thought you were on my side. You know, all the times I've enjoyed coming to this class, and then you say something like that, yeah. and that served as motivation, even though I didn't go initially to UCLA. But to hear someone like that who you hold in high regard, you respected the man and, and, and his service, and, and he's an excellent geography teacher, and yet he tells you something you can't do, of course that's going to motivate you. Yeah, I, I re- everybody probably has a story like this yeah. that's gotten to a place where they want to be. Is the My bass teacher at Ithaca College, when I was... <laughs> studying to become a music teacher my my bass teacher because i played the big upright bass when i told him that i was going to stop doing that and i was going to become a communications major because i wanted to be on the radio he just in his own like passive aggressive way of telling me i can't do it he goes you know i wonder (laughs) i'll never forget henry newbert was his name he goes i said you wonder what i wonder if you can really do that (laughs) i said well i'm gonna try okay I wonder. <laughs> and I'll never forget his face. <laughs> Ever. A little spiky hair. I want to always send him an email. I don't know if he's still alive. He was old then. He may be still alive. Living. You should send him an email. I want to send him an email. I'm like, I wonder. You don't have to wonder anymore, Mr. Yeah, I wonder, Newbert. I wonder about you. <laughs> That's what I wonder about. <laughs> God, man. <laughs> it happens. People doubt you. You, you just have to... Not believe it. Believe <laughs> was, in yourself. There was one. This is ridiculous. I'm not like I'm now having this flood of memories of that horrible time in my life. But there was one time where I, I had to go in. We had a bass lesson every week, you know. So I walk in there. And I'm getting ready to do my bass lesson. And he looks down at his hand, and he looks at a picture of himself. And he looks back down at his hand, and a picture of himself again that was on his desk. And then he goes, "I have to leave." And I said, "Why?" He goes. I think I've got skin cancer. <laughs> left. I was like, okay, great. And at that point, I celebrated. I was like, no lesson today. And he did. He had a melanoma oh, he on his hand that he had it removed, and he was okay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's never happened before. And wow. Sorry, I've got to leave. I've got skin cancer. <laughs> All right, very good, man. Yeah, so that's always – everybody's got a story. Yeah. Everybody's got one person, two people. It's a couple hey, of people. It, it may be a, a teacher. It may be a coach. It may be a family member. Yeah, you never know. There's also the other side of it too, where there's one or two people in your past that supported you more than anybody else yes. that you think about. Yes, and from a positive standpoint. So I guess think about that if you're in a position to be a mentor. You know, yeah, think about that. Think about that. Yeah, are Mikey, you going to Mikey B? Who lied to you and told you you could make? It? <laughs> oh come on, you. That's. <laughs> You can either be the guy who's supportive or the guy who's throwing tape dispensers at people. Which man do you want to be? You know, I was thinking, you, you've got a... No, I'm not even going to bring it up. I was going to say you have this show. Well, we shared it on our Facebook page. You're yeah. working on a show called Better Man. The Better Man Show, yes. Can, can we work you throwing the staplers and the tape Into dispenser? The and be like, this is who I used to That's be. That's who I used to be. I am a better man today. <laughs> and now... Because of anger management courses, (laughs) I'm a better man. That's right. Whatever it takes to get over throwing (laughs) staples at your colleagues. Coming up next, back to some NBA talk. We've got Jim Bowden. Not Bowden. Bowden, Bowden, man. But Bowden. Bowden. Joining us in about a half hour. Gio and Jones, CBS Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 